Hello everyone, welcome back. This is uh, Franco Premier League show uh, with episode 8. Uh, before we get started, uh, it's just going to be me today. So before we get started, I want to apologize for uh, for taking so long to um, to, to record another, uh, another podcast episode. It was uh, mainly because there wasn't a lot of games going on. Uh, a lot of games got cancelled because of COVID, and some of us got COVID, and it, it was a long hassle. So, uh, having to experience that myself, uh, I urge you to self isolate and take care of yourselves during these tough times. Uh, today, I had to put something out there, even if I'm not feeling well myself, but I had to record something. Um, Today, uh, the breaking news came out uh, of Chelsea sacking Frank Lampard. And uh, this, this, this was shocking. This, this was shocking to a lot of people. Um, uh, not because of the appointment or, or, or because of the position or because of the results. Uh, they were all. You, you can see everyone was talking about it, and you can see, you can see the results and the performances of the team like heading that way. But uh, it it just came as a shock to to every Chelsea fan. I'm one of them. Uh, I'm one of them. Uh, it was it was tough to take in me as a Chelsea fan myself. Of course. I wasn't agreeing with Lampard was doing. Uh, I was Lampard out ever since the Aston Villa game. I like to see that I saw the light um, after that game, and we were not convincing by any means necessary, and it was not good enough. Not not by any means. Um, however, however, we have to dig deep um, today. I'll discuss that with you. Uh, I had to make an emergency uh, podcast today to to talk about it. Uh, if um, I'm I'm just gonna uh, read some some headlines. Uh, I think the Athletic did a wonderful piece in in describing how um, how it all went down. I think it it all went trickling down on Lampard after the Man City games, so after the two 0 defeat, also the the three 0 uh, defeat from Man City uh, at home uh, at Stamford Bridge. I think this when it all came down on Lampard, and this is when the board was like starting to question it. Like they went from hero to zero uh, at Lampard. Um, why did the sacking happen? Well, um, there's there's a couple factors couple of factors however the one that stands out is uh is 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 the Declan Rice one so apparently uh, he was pushing a lot for Declan Rice and to, to the to the point where it became annoying to the board that oh, I want Declan Rice I want Declan Rice I want Declan Rice um to the point where the board just didn't have any of it from from the beginning they were like no we're not signing him uh, give us alternatives. He didn't, uh, and the board didn't want to sign uh, 
the board didn't want to sign a player that was released by its academy like 10, 10 or so years ago. Uh, apparently, also, that uh, Lampard's relationship with, with Marina de- deteriorated uh, over time. Uh, Marina was not satisfied with... Uh, Marina was not satisfied with how the team performed and how how even when the team won, uh, they didn't look convincing. Like even in the West Ham and uh, and Fulham uh, game, uh, I think Ralph Raniak was uh, was was offered the interim job, but he turned it but he turned it down. Uh, Julian Nagelsmann, uh, it was too too tough to get him especially mid-season and from Leipzig who's about to compete in a Champions League uh, round of 16 uh, I think the tipping point was the Leicester game after the defeat and not just the defeat it's how they were defeated too it was it was complete outclass like Brendan Rodgers had oof, had Lampard on the ropes that game like Leicester's players, they were going to Chelsea's. Uh, <laughs> they were going to Chelsea's past the halfway line. You can tell right, they're going to score a goal. Like they're not just going as a chance or, or or something. No, they're going to score a goal. Especially Madison. Madison looked immaculate that game. Um, apparently, also the dressing room uh, felt that the manager showed no empathy. Uh, and and I feel like I, I agree with this too. And that's where Arteta and, and, and Oli, I think, did a better job than Lampard. Uh, even when you're... It's okay to criticize a player, but don't, don't do it publicly. Like, especially if you're that young a manager uh, that cannot get away with stuff like that. Do it privately. Uh, that way you would never lose the dressing room. Like, you would see now, Oli is not the type of manager that should win the league. And I'm going to say that from now. I do not think so. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not the kind of manager that should be winning a league title or any 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 title, period, right? Uh, but he has the squad on his side. Time and time again, that squad saved his ass and saved his job. Same as Arteta, right? Uh, even when Arteta was down at 15th, or 16th sometime this season. He's, they still dug deep the squad and tried to make a better result. Chelsea game was a turning point for them, I think. The 3-1, uh, the 3-1 win against Chelsea. Um, I think uh, also uh, there were a lot of tensions in uh, in last January, 12 months ago, when... Uh, when Lampard tried to sign Aubameyang and Ziyech, but they both uh, couldn't come in at that window. Ultimately, Ziyech signed in like a day after the window ended, but in the summer. Um, I think uh, one one of the biggest tension uh, problems was was Kepa. Uh, that's the way he describes it. In no, uh, Kepa didn't have clear instructions on what to do. He felt isolated. He felt exiled from from the team. He did not. Uh, uh, he he did not have a clear idea on what to do in tactical situations. Uh, sometimes 
which is a proof of that, which was, was taking goal kicks, and some of the goal kicks were, were mispassed, or some of the goal kicks were taken short. Some of them were taken short and also mispassed. So uh, it's, it's one of those things where he just assumed that he was a sweeper-keeper, and he just knew what to do and knew how to pass it, which that wasn't the case uh, for Kepa. Um, uh, Lampard apparently uh, also... Uh, in, in December, I think, The Athletic were told that Lampard needs to stop pushing for Rice or he'll lose his job. Uh, the, higher, the hierarchy are very wary about the potential embarrassment of buying back an academy reject at a huge expense. Uh, of the six players to join, only Ben Chilwell was a Lampard target. Uh, after the Manchester City game, Roman became very, very unhappy. Uh... After the season, relationship between Roman and Lampard was strong. Uh, Tuchel was reluctant to come midway through the season initially, but was eventually persuaded, having almost taken the Stamford Bridge job before Antonio Conte a few years ago. He felt it was too good a job to turn down. Well, we'll discuss um, Tuchel appointment later, but um, we got to see the bigger picture here. This a big, big proof, ladies and gentlemen, that um, there is no sentiment in in, in, in in the sport. There is no um, there is no romanticism, no matter where no matter where you go. Um, and I feel like Chelsea is one of the big biggest clubs in, in examples of that, and this shows it all. Me as a Chelsea fan, um, this this was this is my opinion. As soulless as it is, that does not take away from the fact that it was the right decision. Um, the team did not look to have a motive. They did not. They did not look. They moved with it with intent in uh, on the pitch. They did not look like they uh, they were moving around with purpose or had clear tactics or what to do. Uh, he, do now, do I think the appointment of Frank Lampard was 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 bad? No, uh, I think I think the appointment of of Frank Frank Lampard was was the right thing at the time. Uh, sorry, um, after sorry was leaving, no one would have taken the club. And especially in the transfer embargo, and and Hazard leaving, and then Louise ended up leaving. So, um, do I think it was the right appointment at that time? Of course, I did, and and it turned out great for Chelsea. They finished up, finished top four, with pretty much some youngsters. Um, everyone was was praising Lampard and how he did it. Uh, I think the fallout. It was a gradual fallout, and we've all seen it, like. We've all seen the gradual deterioration between Lampard and the squad. Uh, now, it's it's tough to take in, of course, as a Chelsea fan. Uh, but this shows how ruthless this business is. This is just a business model. Uh, I think Roman Abramovich came to a point now where I want trophies. This is not doing it for me anymore. I I want to win some trophies. I am not just going to sit back and enjoy just being in the Champions League every year and not winning anything. Uh, 
and and we've all seen. I, I don't think Chelsea has gone two years in a row without a trophy in the Abramovich era, uh, and this season might be the first time it happens. Uh, so it does show where Abramovich standards are now. Chelsea. Realistically speaking, right, Chelsea could still win all three titles that, that they're in. Now, are we being realistic in saying that? No, they're not going to win it. <laughs> but they can still compete for it and push for it. Uh, and apparently, Chelsea have had enough of seeing that there were no improvements whatsoever going forward. And it does show the power players have especially in big clubs. Even if it's just Rudiger and Alonso and Kepa, like players that have not been playing regularly and seem to not be influential in any matter whatsoever, they still have the power to go to Marino or go to Abramovich and say, well, we don't like the manager. You got to do something about it. And uh, I, I, I just don't think Lampard... I just don't see a scenario where Lampard could have turned this around. Um, th- there were no defense in the team. Um, I suspect that out of all the players that have brought in, Chiwa was the only target he had because he had to confirm the transfers either way. Uh, he could have just objected and said, no, I want defenders. Instead, he did not. Um, he did not make it a priority to the board saying, I want a center back. He just said, I want Declan Rice. He did not give them an, an alternative like Denis Zakaria or Masalan Jimenez or, or someone, at a well-renowned centre-back out there. He did not give them those options. Um, he just said, oh, I want Declan Rice, I want Declan Rice. It's like the whole life stopped on just having Declan Rice. Now, I'm not going to sit down here and bash Lampard. Uh, Lampard offered a new dimension to, to the Chelsea team. Uh, First of all, no manager has uh, has has played youth players as as, as much as, as Frank Lampard did. Uh, uh, I think in his whole reign, there hasn't been a game where in the starting eleven there hasn't been uh, a player from the youth team, uh, and that's that's a ridiculous stat, uh, ridiculous stat line that I don't know how. Uh, no Chelsea managers to this day doesn't have it. Although Chelsea Academy is like one of the best in the UK, it's trust me the the, the level of standard uh, Chelsea Academy has is like it's like a Premier League team. It's like it's like it's like a a separate Premier League team inside the Premier League team. Like the facilities the Chelsea Academy has is as good as. A club like Crystal Palace's main team facilities. That's that's how crazy this is, and uh, it's just it's, it just seems to me that that even subconsciously Frank Lampard has started a movement for other managers to follow and build up on. Now, how do I feel about this? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, of course, I feel fa- I feel sad. Um. If you ask any Chelsea fan, none of them wanted Frank to fail. That we all wanted Frank to succeed. He um, he represented a project that that we've all wanted to, to see flourish, and we've all wanted to, to to see him reaping those those rewards of it. 
but now it seems that the project is still going. It's just not a manager-led one anymore, uh, which is sad, really. Um, I've always like I, we've we've always wanted Frank to succeed. Till a month ago, I was still Frank Lampard in, but it was it was just tough to see. Um, your team just not performing up to the standard. Uh, we're Chelsea fans. We're not Frank Lampard fans, and and if we see. If, I'm sorry, but if Frank Lampard is taking Chelsea down the shit, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit down and agree with that simply because it's Frank Lampard. No, uh, we've all seen Mourinho, the m- most coveted manager in in Chelsea's history, how he got treated. We've seen how Di Matteo, the guy that has gotten the Chelsea the trophy they've been aching for us ever since they got. <laughs> ever ever since they got Abramovich, how he got treated too. I mean, and he was he was sacked. I think in 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 December or November, something like that. It was right after the Juventus game when they failed to qualify to the second round of the Champions League. Is it's and and this and Roberto Di Matteo was a legend of Chelsea, of course, of course not the same caliber as Frank Lampard, but still, um, it's just. It's tough to see your team underperforming, especially knowing the ability it has. And we've this just further proves how much power a player of a big club has just by being there, even if he's not playing, even if he's not a starter. Uh, Chelsea apparently cares about their players so much to the point where they would rather sacrifice a manager uh, over sacrificing a backup player or a rotational player. Anyhow, um, now what do I think Tuchel's appointment is? Uh, not the best. They could have done better in the recruitment. Of course, I, I would have been over the world with Nagelsmann as my manager, but uh, with the options that are on the table, um, and apparently also the athletic says that the Chelsea managers were leaning heavily towards a German speaking coach they tried to go for Hassan Hutel from from uh, 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 Southampton they tried going for Ranik they tried going for Nogelsmann they tried to go for Tuchel um, because it's not even just about the language itself it's about the brand the football they represent the gig and press, the press and counter press, the the type of fast tempo, fast pass style. Um, because apparently Chelsea looks looks at trends of football and try to follow through. Now, my objection on this right is is that it's it's not a good point at Chelsea because that kind of makes them look weak in the sense of just being copycats. If, uh, if I'm being honest, like they see what's oh, what's working nowadays in the Premier League. Oh, Klopp playing 4-3-3, playing gig and press. All right, let's copy that. And there's there's no spark. There's there's nothing really new. Um, now, am I sad with the two Tuchel's appointment? No, of course. I mean, manager to manager, right? Who's better, Frank Lampard or Tuchel? Of course it's Tuchel, right? Uh, the guy has qualified for the Champions League. Yes, Neymar and Mbappe, but other coaches coached Neymar and Mbappe, and they didn't get Champions League final. So, 
it's and and all 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 together with the domestic trophy he could have he he was on the verge of winning a treble this is the guy that was on the verge of winning a treble last season yes neymar and mbappe i've heard this argument so many times but not every manager could win just because of players existing the fact that he fit neymar mbappe di maria and icardi fit them all together that means uh, that shows that he knows how to play with superstars he will know how to handle Havertz, how to handle Pulisic, how to handle Werner, how to handle Mason Mount, how to handle Reese uh, James, how to handle Chilwell. Those those big big egos now around the club. How to handle Kepa? Because believe it or not, and I might might get a lot of heat for this one, right? Kepa is still an eighty million euro player. That price tag, right, doesn't change just because he's had a, a mare. Of, of a Chelsea spell so far, he still has that power because he's the most expensive signing the club has ever had to go to Marina and say, okay, this is not working for me. And apparently, Marina tried to persuade Lampard to 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 sway Kepa and, and put his arm around Kepa and try to guide him through the way, but Lampard refused because he was just not convinced that Kepa was, was good and didn't have anything to offer. So, and 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 this is my, uh, this is just my two cents here. Now, manager to manager, of course, Tuchel is the better manager. Now, what am I afraid of? Of course, the academy players. Now, like we said, Lampard has always offered that dynamic of I'm playing youth players, I'm playing young players, even if I have superstars on my team. Now, would Tuchel do the same? We don't know. He didn't do it with PSG, but he did do it with Dortmund, and he did do it with Mainz. However, these two teams, Mainz and Dortmund, have have uh, s- s- some sort of rule that you have to play youth players, right? So um, it's just one of those things where you would just have to roll the dice on it. Uh, I do think Reese, Reese James, and Chilwa are like one of like they're one of the best fullbacks in the league. So I don't see any issues with playing them. Mason Mount has an an eye for goal and re- works really well with gig and press type of style. Uh, I just don't know what his what formation would Tuchel use because he used four triple two in PSG. Uh, used uh, a four two three one and four 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 two at Dortmund. Used uh, I think a four four two at Mines. So we don't know the form- the formation he's gonna line up. Now this is a good 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 opportunity for players who have fell out with the previous tenure and the previous manager, like Kepa, like like Alonso, like opportunity here that they can still turn this around. Now, do I think Tuchel is going to succeed? Uh, this is a tough one. Um, I would say he may be able to secure a Europa League spot for Chelsea or secure um, a Champions League spot, although that seems very distant right now, even though if it, it, it's still five points away. But there are a lot of teams that are competing for those. And this is not a surmountable and and in an easily surmountable uh, hurdle. Uh, and a shayf in in a tuchel is uh, quote unquote a good 
good appointment not excellent not very good not not insane not bad appointment um good for now with the options that are available on the table um and and with the players that are there now how can chelsea turn this around i have no idea guys so please let me know <laughs> via twitter um uh um it's 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 tough i just uh just played some marvin's room because uh, i was feeling some breakup break, breakup vibes uh with lampard now um to celebrate lampard's legacy we have to mention we have to mention his his youth involvement uh this guy has offered a completely new dimension to that chelsea squad um that we have never seen from any other manager and we have to give him props for that um now uh what's chelsea's uh what's chelsea's predicted finish now uh, i'm gonna say sixth bro uh, I, uh, it's tough it's tough but uh yeah yeah it's uh, it's sixth for me anyhow let me know uh, what you guys think? Uh, my Twitter handle is uh, is Egyptian, E G Y P T I A N, uh, and Ethiopia. So it's just one word, no dashes, no periods, nothing. Uh, Ethiopia. So E T H I O P I, and the podcast itself has a Twitter handle. So it's it's Franco F R A N C O P L Show s-h-o-w and it's it's on twitter so it's at franco pl show tweet us any questions you have let me know what you guys think was chelsea right was chelsea wrong uh where's chelsea finishing how could chelsea turn this around these are all mysterious questions that we have no answer for right now but hopefully we'll know later hopefully we'll know later and uh till then sorry for my bias keep the blue black Keep the blue flag flying high. Have a good one. Bye-bye.